0: What's really good? I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Ladder. This is The Hitlist, the unofficial official power ranking for the Challenge 35 Total Madness. Glad to be back. Tyler, how are you? Oh, I feel great, man. This was an
1: awesome episode. I'm happy to be back, being live. Uh, you know, I'm not using a virtual background right now, so you can clearly see my background. We're good to go.
0: Absolutely. One hell of an episode. So many twists and turns. Let's go ahead and get into the hit list. So, how are you breaking it down for us this week? This week, what we're going to do with 28 is such a weird
1: number. We're going to break it down into top 10 for tier one, 11 through 22 for tier two, 21 through 28, the bottom tier. You know, those bottom eight competitors. All right, Try let's count up the up, best I can.
0: Let's go ahead and count up the bottom eight. At 28, we got Asif, who is eliminated, 27, Melissa, 26, we have Jen. 25, Big T, 24, Swaggy C, 23, Maddie, 22, Jenna, and we have Nelson at 21. So let's go ahead and talk about the very bottom. Let's go ahead and talk about Asif. Asif came in, he got into a West, puffed his chest out, got sent out immediately. Did he leave any kind of impression on you?
1: hundred percent. This is a guy that I think needs to be brought back for the, a future season. In my opinion, he gave us... Everything you need for a challenger in a rookie season. You know, he came out, he talked some smack, he called out a veteran, he hooked up with a cougar. Sorry, he hooked up <laughs> with an older lady and Nani. You know, he did everything he needs to do to make an impression. However, it was one episode. Luckily for him, it was a 90-minute episode. So he had enough time. I mean, he was sitting on here and he got eight interviews, which was, by my calculations, the second most. charity. That could have been because he went into elimination. However, he, it's, he gave enough stuff for the crowd. I mean, he's been on You the One. He's been on So You Think and Dance, Big Brother, The Challenge. Why wouldn't they bring him
0: back? That's because Asif is a complete tryhard. He came out here, hooking up with 90. That was good for him. Could help him out later on in the game. But he puffed his chest out to West, which really did nothing more but irritate him. He was already going in because he was perceived as weak. He was a complete tryhard. He didn't bring anything. Anything at all. I don't think it said he was weak. I think that it's because he was new. And we see
1: these guys. Corey was the. Fessy
0: is new. No one's trying him like that.
1: Yeah, that's because Fessy's bigger than everybody in the tribunal. <laughs> like, let's be real right now. That guy's a beast. He has a former tight end in Division Three. Here's my thing. Corey was the biggest veteran in the tribunal. And he, had like, he has like, what, five, six seasons. Because of that, they're still going to play to this role of let's get out the rookies. And that's all it was. If, if this was a Seth's like third or fourth season, he wouldn't be on the radar because he wasn't the worst in the daily challenge. If you look at the rankings from the daily challenge, he got eliminated after Jordan after Wes. He finished third from the bottom, which was 12th, but he's not a big dude. So I don't know. I think it was just because he was a rookie.
0: Let's move on to your number 21 spot. Nelson, you got him pretty low. Is there any way for him to climb? What does Nelson have to do to climb out of the basement? Because he's 21. He didn't get a whole bunch of camera time. He didn't do that well in the daily, but he's talking about, oh, I'm not going to play a nice guy game anymore. You know, I'm coming here for the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does he got to do to climb out of the basement in week one?
1: You know, Nelson, I I was going to say his reputation precedes him. However... Everybody online this past couple of while every every other podcast in the world that's been reviewing Nelson has not been giving him credit for being eight, one, and one in eliminations. His reputation does not person, you know, does not follow him along, as it should. He, he is a dominant competitor. The only way he gets sent out is against Hunter, or he punches Derek in the face. Other than <laughs> that, he makes it far. What he's got to do is he's got to continue to show up. Realistically, that's all he's got to do. He's just got to show up. Each week. He's not a big enough threat where he gets called out early. He's not new enough where he gets called out early. He kind of sits in the middle. However, he's an athlete. If he just performs a little bit better, and I had him sitting here, he finished about ninth or eighth, eighth on the daily. And that's probably because it was a puzzle. Let's be real. That's not a strong suit. He's not the smartest guy in the challenge. However, if his
0: athleticism steps up, nobody's gonna want to call him to elimination. His elimination is pretty good, but his problem is he doesn't win enough dailies. If he's not winning enough dailies, he's always going to be up for eliminations. And he's such a big asshole. And people aren't afraid to, t- people aren't afraid to say his name. I think Nelson is another try hard. I'm not really expecting much out of him this season.
1: Remember, he is the guy that pushed Darrell to the limit that Darrell was okay
0: with a tie. Darrell was old at that time. Darrell was already pushing 40. He, it's a fucking dinosaur. I'm just saying, Darrell doesn't like to lose to anybody, and Darrell is okay with a tie against Nelson. You know what? It's like watching an old Mike Tyson get knocked out. Talk Darrell. <laughs> out of here. Let's Darrell's go never going to get knocked out in the challenge, but never. Let's, go, let's go on. Let's go on. <laughs> As Brad. Let's go ahead and take a look at the mid-tier. All right. At number 20, we have Jenna. Number 19, we have Casey. Number 18, we have whew, Josh. 17, we got Queen Bailey, 16. Anissa, I don't know why you got her so high. That don't make any sense. Number 15, Tori. <laughs> 14, we got Bear. 13, Ashley. At number 12, Kyle. And at number 11, we have defendant champ Jordan. Okay. Who you want to talk about first? Who do you want to tell me I'm wrong on? There is so many, so many. All right. You want to talk about Anisa? Anissa? Let's talk Uh, about Anissa. Yeah, Anissa is sitting right there at number 16, you know, just on the bottom half of, of the middle. For what? She maybe had two interviews, did poor in the daily. Why is she up so high? Why is she over a Maddie? Okay, so she did
1: have two interviews. However, Maddie almost was not on the episode at all. Also, if you were paying attention, Anissa finished third to fifth. She was one of the final three girls eliminated before that final round where Jenny and Dee made it through. Here's my thing Anissa, at her age, at her experience, should not be in the top three for girls. She could have been fifth, whatever. You can say whatever you want. She should not be finishing in the top five right now. However, she outperformed somebody like Kayla, Jenna, Melissa, Ashley, Bailey, Maddie. She outperformed all of them. And to me, that's a big statement. She had two interviews. You know, she was shown talking to some people. And in my opinion, I almost felt like I put her too low because she dominated that daily challenge. In my opinion, because I expected her to be out first bat.
0: What I don't respect about Anisa being placed so high, she is placed one step above Bailey. And Queen Bailey has made such a bigger impact. I like Bailey, made such a bigger impact on this episode. She did, I don't think she did great in the daily. She she was leading for a little bit, but ended up losing it. But, finished eighth. Right, finished, finished eighth. eighth. She, she was eighth. But she got so much more camera time. You know, usually when a rookie speaks up like this, they put in a target on their back. But I think she put some fear into some people more than Anissa. People fear Bailey more now than they ever did Anissa. Here's here's the thing though. People are gonna want to
1: keep Anissa around longer than Bailey. Uh, if you remember the duel too. Why did Anissa make the final? Outside of being beating DM in the final elimination, it's because people knew they could beat her in a final. Poor Mark. Now, poor Mark. Here's the thing to remember: if if your biggest weakness is running, is also your biggest strength on making the final. Money's money. I don't care what people think about me. If I get fourth or if I get first, I don't care. If I'm making money, I'm making money. So Anissa is what she is. She outperformed our expectations and. I honestly think these girls are going to keep her around because they're all going to be arrogant and they're going to be like, we can beat her. So why send her home? And I think that's going to happen just like it did on duel two.
0: That's just me though. Okay. If you had to bet right now, who's making it further? Bailey or Anissa? I would I would pick Anisa
1: because two reasons. Bailey, uh, three reasons. Let's do three reasons. Bailey's more athletic, Bailey's more connected and Bailey's more of a physical threat, like all those things. Like I said, athletic and physical threat, but I mean like Bailey could legitimately beat you in any daily challenge. Anissa won't. Anissa will beat you head-to-head in elimination, but Bailey could win a daily. And so I think Bailey's more of a threat, and in this season, threats get thrown in. I mean, let's go back to the last time we had a solo season, fresh meat. We saw Camilla versus Teresa like five eliminations in where they were throwing big dogs in right away. I think that's going to happen again this season. And so while I I like Bailey as well, I think she's more of a threat than Anissa.
0: All right. But I think Anissa will last longer because girls will think they can beat her. All right. I guess I kind of take that. Let's talk about your number 12 spot. You got Kyle sitting there. Now, Kyle got a little bit of camera time. Do you think Kyle is going to be able to play a more straighter game, gain some trust? I mean, it looks like Rogan is willing to give him a little bit of rope. How do you think Kyle is going to fare? I mean, you got him sitting pretty high in the middle tier. Only a couple of steps from making it into the top. What is he going to have to do to get into the next level? Besides kissing Rogan's ass. Here's the thing.
1: I like Kyle. And I know people are going to listen to this right now. And I'm probably getting thumbs down or whatever, whatever. But I like Kyle a lot. He is great for the show. He produces great comedy. Like, the whole time he was getting interrogated by Rogan, He was like biting his bottom lip, like making a face. And I was dying the whole time where Rogan's like, are you going to throw me in? He's like, "Uh, no, but obviously he's lying. That's what Kyle does. Here's my thing. Kyle, if you take out the two that were in the elimination, Jay and Acef, Kyle was tied for third in interviews for a reason. He provides good content. For Kyle to break out and to keep pushing forward, he needs to listen to CT. And CT was coaching him which brought up an idea for a future season where we get all these veterans as coaches and they don't actually participate and they can teach these young guns how to be a legit competitor. But he was telling Kyle exactly what I would tell Kyle. Sit low. Don't promise anything, anybody anything. Just hang out, trust the people that trust you and you'll go farther.
0: I mean, if CT was telling me something, I would take it 100% and use it. And he's coming right off a of win, so... Def, that's definitely somebody who you want to listen to. I mean, this is a guy who got kicked off multiple seasons that he should have won. Now, Kyle, I obviously disliked him. Yeah, Kyle, I disliked him for obvious reasons. But I think we can all agree Kyle has been punished enough. He has been put through the ringer. He's been dragged all over the internet. How long are we going to keep canceling this guy? Don't get me wrong. I understand. We all like Cara. Everybody likes Cara. Cara is a fan favorite. But um, when it comes to Kyle. (laughs) Cara
1: is a coin toss. Cara is a coin toss. Either you like her or you don't. There's no middle. Right. But but I agree. Kyle's been dragged for long enough. Here's the thing, guy. It's time to give him a fair
0: shake. But he is still known as a shady player. He is still known as a snake. How does Kyle earn trust in this game?
1: I, here's my, here's my thing. I don't think he does. And this is why I said, I don't think he does. Snakes win this game. I don't care what you say. Jordan's a snake. Bananas is a snake. Wes is a snake. What did I just say? I just said, right there, 11 championships. That's what I really Mm. just said. Snakes win this game. CT snaked his way through all of season 34. That's what he did. (laughs) Kyle snakes win this game. Realistically good guys don't really win this game. Unless their landlock happens, unless they're landed, land is the only exception to the snake rule. But, um, there's a couple, Durrell. Darrell
0: avoided elimination. He snaked his way out of elimination in three of those first wins. A lot of them are going to be old school guys. Once you get to once you get to you know seasons, you know 14, 15, 16, you know the island of ruins. It's all about the snakes. But okay,
1: so Kyle, what he needs to do is he needs to keep being the snake. However. He needs to hide. He needs to be more of a predator where he's not flashy. He's not showing himself, but he needs to hide inside that thick grass and strike when the iron's hot. You don't just come out telling your targets right away. You're not going to pull a quarry from Dirty 30. You're going to be a snake in the grass. You're going to wait. But when you strike at the right time, you make sure it's a kill. You don't just kind of nip somebody. You bite their freaking head off. That's what he needs to do. So when he goes for somebody, it has to be at the right time, right
0: moment. That's my opinion. Fair enough. Let's go ahead and move into the top tier. At number ten, we have <laughs> Nani out there. Uh, at number nine, we have Wes. At number eight, we have bananas. Bananas. At number seven, we have Fessy. At number six, we got Corey. Five J Four D, which is grossly misspelled at this point. Three C T. At number two, Jenny. And at number one, Rogan. Okay, so this is trash. One, why why is Nani what did Nani do today? What does she possibly do besides being the same Nani that we've seen for many, many seasons? What could she have possibly done to be in the top tier? Besides get some camera time. What did she, she do? She still got it. No matter what she does, every season she finds a new guy and it
1: works. She finds and a new all- t- Listen. Here's the thing. She was on our, She was on our. realistically, though, she was on the TV screen a lot today. She had five interviews, which would rank, if you take out all the tiebreakers, would rank about five or six. If you put all the ties in at number two or three. She had five interviews. That's a lot. Honestly, she had a lot of screen time. Kayla, Jenna, and uh, whoever else was, with, I'm trying to think of who else was, with, Nani. That's a strong group. They're showing that not only does she have a lot of camera time, not only is she hooking up with people, but she has an alliance. And it's not Leroy who's flaky with her sometimes, who swings to whatever girl he's with. She has a true alliance that we see on Instagram and Twitter and everything that has her back. And I think that's showing strong. We also know that Wes and Bananas both like her. I think she's in a very strong place in this game. I disagree. I
0: disagree. She, she went for a rookie boy who is the first one to go. Strike one. So essentially, it's not a guarantee, but she essentially cuts off any other relationships that she have in the house because we all know that Nani don't want to be seen as whole Nani anymore. But remember, there was chasing 33. I don't know what it is about Nani because there was Kohada and Johnny Riley actually made a final in that season and then it's like, we hardly ever seen him since. I don't know if any guys want to be sticking around too close to Nani. I don't. Camera time, sure, but besides that, I don't think she's bringing much. I mean, she is in a good alliance. We're gonna have to see how this plays out later on. I think it was a waste to put her up this high this early. We're gonna have to see more out of her. Now let's move on to number nine and number eight spot: Bananas and West. Bananas and West. I'm
1: actually, I'm actually happy about this. I don't know why. I've been talking to. Antonio, who some say is who? the biggest bananas fan. I don't know. Some, some, some people guy. like him on Twitter. He follows bananas. I don't know. It's his, it's bananas' son, allegedly. <laughs> and you know, this guy, this guy mentally has been going through a lot of trauma lately because he has so many step moms over the past couple of years, okay. but it's whatever. However, hit bananas and West pairing together. I'm all for it. I think it's fresh it makes bananas seem relevant. It's not just the same old recycled whatever, you know, of bananas. And if you've been following Instagram or Twitter or any social media, Wes is gold. Wes is delivering everything you want in the offseason for challenge. So this is a good pairing for me. But go ahead, break it down for me.
0: Well, Wes and bananas, they are the challenge. There's no reason why they should be at eight and nine. They have to be, come on, how many interviews have they had? They got a whole section dedicated to themselves and their newfound bromance. What the? Let's talk about that real quick. Bananas and Wes, together at last. How does this make you
1: feel? You know what's crazy? I was sitting here with my wife before that whole segment happened. And I was like, you know what would be smart? If they teamed up, because nobody would see it coming. They would think, oh, they're targeting each other. And then everybody else would surround them and target each other. while they're just staying in the middle, dancing, happy as can be. And then we get like this whole little, I'm not retiring. Wes is a piece of crap. Interview. However, I think it's gold. I think it's the smartest thing you can do. You know, the you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And I think Wes and Bananas
0: need each other. With how many, there's seven rookies on this season, they need each other. I think Jay was doing the smart thing. We're trying to get the rookies together. As soon as nominations came, we threw everybody under the bus. Jesus Christ, man. This guy got to learn how to play the game. I'm very excited to see Bananas and Wes uh, together at last. I think they can accomplish a lot. Only question I have is, what does Kenny Santucci think of this? Like, how does he feel about this? Because we all know that he probably still hates Wes. But hopefully he has grown up. Are we allowed to say his name? Or is his name banned from the challenge? Like- He's not banned from the challenge. Apparently, it's an insurance thing. So that's probably the problem. Here's the thing. Kenny shouldn't hate Wes. Wes didn't do anything wrong to Kenny. He sure as hell did it. Well, Kenny, (laughs) there was the
1: ruins. Okay, but think about this. All Kenny did was talk smack about Wes, hook up with his girlfriend on national TV after they broke up, and then continue to talk trash about him. I mean, if you remember, on Fresh Meat, they were friends. On The Duel, they were friends. And then everything kind of went to crap. I don't know why they hate each other Apparently being a redhead and being an Italian means you're too good looking to like a redheader. I don't, I don't know what it means, but it's a weird thing. I don't think Kenny has any association with the challenge anymore. I saw an interview with him a couple of weeks, like a couple months ago. I don't even think he knows like how much people can make on this show anymore at all. Like some of these guys that are past like done with the challenge, they don't pay attention to it anymore. However, I think he would be okay with this. Because if you remember, for a short time on Fresh Meat 2, him and Wes had a small alliance. Because what's best for me is that my name isn't said. And if you if if you watch Survivor, there's this contestant named Sandra. She's won twice. That's her biggest play. As long as it's not me, I don't care.
0: If I remember correctly, that alliance that Wes had in that season got bad really, really fast. Like he was riding high, and then it just went to shit so fast. Great season, great season. Let's go ahead and focus on your top three. So in the top three, you got the tribunal. You got the winners. Uh, You got Corey at number six, and that seems a little unfair. Corey got into the tribunal, but he was voted in. He didn't do amazing in the daily. What did you make of the decision of the the tribunal picking Corey to join him? I didn't like that idea at all.
1: Corey is, you don't know what he's going to do. However, by not knowing what Corey's going to do because he doesn't have a certain direction means you can kind of manipulate him into voting for who you want, which Jenny and Rogan appeared to be on the same side. If it wasn't for Dee's hookup last last season, I feel like Jenny would have stayed longer with Rogan. Picking Corey was one of the people they said was the neutral party. It made sense to me. He finished seventh, seventh among the men, which is pretty good. And he got a lot of TV time. I'm very surprised that he voted Wes in instead of Bananas, just given the history.
0: See, I feel like that was a major blunder. And Corby has been doing this game for too long, and he should be too smart to be making these kind of mistakes. I knew that Wes wasn't going in, but you bring Wes in and you trade the position you're in for power later on. Hey, Wes. Hey, we know you're going to be a problem later on in the season. Tell me why I shouldn't throw you in and get rid of you now. i tell you what, I'll watch your ass this week, but when my name comes up, you make sure you watch my ass in the future too. That's what he should have did. Instead, Wes, being the master that he is, didn't give away nothing. Are you voting me in? Nope, I it is what it is. They didn't get nothing out of it. I loved it. They didn't get nothing out of West. And you're right, he probably would have had a better chance with bananas. But I think the tribunal wasted it. They should have put in Jay, they should have put in bananas and West.
1: I think uh, okay, if we're talking about the tribunal right now, when those three guys went in an interview, I think Jay had the best plea. In my opinion, Jay was like, why put in a prospect against prospect when ASAF can send home a veteran? and then you get two votes on your side. That made sense to me. And then they, they vote on Jay
0: anyways. It did make sense. The problem was, it was Jay. I like Jay. I'm not familiar with him on Survivor, but I seen him on X on the Beach. I mean, he didn't have his greatest moments, but I, thought, I felt like he's a pretty genuine, pretty cool guy. And I just felt like that plea wasn't the way to go. Here's the thing, X on the Beach is
1: a... Uh, it's a scummy guy. show. It's a scum. It, thank you. It's, it's a trash. scummy show. It brings out the worst at everybody. If you watch Survivor, Jay is somebody you're drawn to the minute he touches the beach. He is the best character until he gets eliminated. He's awesome. And he's, he's competitive. And he's very likable. Everybody likes him. Now, what surprises me is that Jay comes with likability. And I was even, I actually missed the vote. And I looked at my wife and I said, hey, tell me if Bananas votes for Jay, yes or no. Because I know he's going to because him and Bananas are Eskimo brothers. And I stepped away to put my kids to bed and I came back and she goes, Bananas voted for him. And I was like, I knew it. I knew he was going to because Morgan said, Hey, if I'm not there. You vote for Jay. And that's what happened. And it's, but you know what? Jay showed up. He
0: showed up
1: and he had the he most interviews. He had 12 interviews
0: this he, episode. He did, he did very well. If anything, I think you could have put them higher on this, but let's close out with this. Who out of the, let's say top five, do you feel like has the most staying power that we're going to see the most? uh, Let's say up until next week. Who do you think out of the top five we are definitely going to see in the next week?
1: I'm going to say Jenny. The reason why I say Jenny is because I've been saying this for a while. I think this is one of, and this is, I hate saying this because people think I'm sexist and I'm not. This is the weakest female cast we've had in a couple of years. And I think Jenny is in that top five of females that is like irreplaceable. It's like these top five are better than the rest, easy. So I could see Jenny beating any of these females in any competition, any
0: daily. Like the only like way- Tori. You say that, but Tori wiped the floor with her. So once again, you're wrong again. I don't get me wrong. I like Je- I like Jenny, and I like her for this too.
1: You said of these top five, <clears throat> Tori's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> tory's in that top five i talked about but I, I just think i think rogan could slip up if we see like a heavy puzzle challenge or something that involves endurance he could slip up i see he did good some, in the puzzle today he did i think ct is the same way i think rogan is so physically strong he had such a lead that he had more time to work on the puzzle is my thing because if you remember in the final last season he was one of the final two on that math equation they had Midway through the first leg of the final. But I think him, CT, D, and J are more likely to not stay in the top five versus Jenny. I'm not saying Jenny's the best of all of them, but I'm just saying competition wise, I could easily see Bananas and Wes or Jordan jumping Rogan next
0: episode. All right. Well, thank you so much for getting this list done, getting out for us. So great to be back. So happy to be back. We're going to be with you guys every episode, all season long. Make sure you tune in. We come in one hour after the challenge ends, and then you can find us on YouTube and Facebook tomorrow. Thank you guys for joining us. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Lauder. This is The Hit List. Good night.